God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome once more to your favorite podcasting show, CBT, Changed by Truth, where I'm your host, Minister DK, where we're not here to excite you about what might be in your life, but to invite you about what shall be in your life. So open your ears and your heart, get your faith, and get ready. Stay tuned. God's got a message and a blessing for you. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome again once more time to the new podcast show, Changed by Truth, where I'm your host, Minister Donald, and we're going to be enjoying uh, glorious times um, spreading and learning and teaching the word of God. Um, I am excited to start this podcast show because it is something that has been laying on my heart for a long time. And not only because it's been on my heart, but I want to say, first and foremost, that it is something that God has put on me to do. Uh, You know, many times nowadays we have churches and we have different things to go to. But this is just another outlet for me to spread the word of God with you, for you to be wherever you are doing whatever you're doing. All I need is your heart and your ear. And God will bring you near in his time. Amen. And so once again, this is changed by truth where we actually come in and we share with you now the word of God in a way that you've never heard it, a way that makes you think, a way that makes you understand, a way that makes you change. Amen. Father, we thank you today. We bless you for the glory of your name, the power of your blood and the sanction of your vision for this world. God, I pray for every individual who's listening to me now, God, that you would now attune their heart and open their ears, that their faith would increase. Let the discussion today be one that would motivate, stimulate, but never imitate that of anything else but you, God. And we give you glory in the name that is higher than any other name in Jesus name. Amen. Well, I hope you're having a glorious day today. Um, So I guess I want to ask you first is um, what do we want to talk about? And one thing that has really been on my heart and my mind um, dealing with God and dealing with uh, the move of God, dealing with the faith of Christianity. I want to talk about the anointing and what it is um, to be anointed and uh, look at it for different stages of understanding anointing dealing with anointings. And I want to take this from the standpoint of what uh, the church teaches us and look at it from that perspective and understand what it is we know. Uh, First word I want to throw out here is the word truth. Truth. Amen. Truth, simple and put. Um, Truth is something that is powerful um, and it is everything. You have to understand as a believer of Jesus Christ, Um, truth is now what keeps us. It is what motivates us. It is what inspires us. It is what energizes us. Truth is how we came to know Christ. Truth is how we understand Christ. Truth is why we, truth is why we believe in Christ. Truth now is the antidote for any sickness. It is the revelation for any darkness that you may have. And so with truth being all of that to the believer, Truth is what we stand our foundation when we say we are believers in Christ. And truth is why we believe that Christ would never leave us nor forsake us. Truth is now everything. But if truth is everything, the Bible says that um, and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. If truth is now the cornerstone or the building block or the energizing source or the covering for the believer, 
then you have to understand that if Satan comes for you and comes after you, he's not coming at anything except for your truth. It is in your truth that he gets in, that he can deceive you, that he can manipulate you, that he can guide you, that he can misdirect you. If the enemy now can get inside of truth, twisted, contaminated, make you not believe in it, then he then has the upper hand on you when it comes to your walk with God. This is the one reason why many people now have been bamboozled, have been hoodwinked, and have been led astray over the years. And I'm talking to you now, I think about Jim Jones and Jonestown, how these people now had the power of faith, but their faith now had been manipulated, misscrewed, had been misled by a twisted doctrine who was come in the name and the title of Jim Jones, who called himself the Christ. Now, you got to ask yourself, would all of these people now be alive and would have lived a fruitful life in Christ had not uh, their life been contaminated through truth? And so I ask this and say this to you in, in whole. What is it that you believe? What is it that you believe? Because whatever you believe for, whatever you believe in, in is the thing that now Satan is coming after you for. Uh, he's not coming in a boogeyman face. He's not going to let demons run you down. He's not going to make you sick and do all of those things, which he does all of those things. But when he can see your drive for truth, his main objective is to get in your truth, to get you to follow him without you knowing that you're following yeah. him. Now, Bible says that he masquerades <laughs> as an angel of light. Now, if he, the devil, Satan, can transform himself into the illusion uh, of an angel of light, that means he has the ability to look like truth, sound like truth, appear as truth, to contaminate what is truth. And the reality of it is he cannot contaminate truth, only what you call truth. Amen. And so to be free now, to be marvelously free, to be distinctively free, to be spiritually free and to be um, authentically free. In my opinion, you have to do one or two things. One, you have to now come to know Christ for yourself. There is no reason, there is no antidote, there is no, there is no substitute for no believer uh, coming to know who Jesus is for himself. Um, let me make it easier for you. Regardless of who you are, where you are, what you're doing, whether you know Christ or you don't know Christ, in your life that you have been living, Christ has embedded himself in your life, whether you are Muslim, whether you are whatever religion, whatever you believe, whatever you don't believe. God has embedded himself in your life to introduce himself to you in your life in a way that you would know Christ. One more time. He has embedded himself in your life in such a way that there's no way nobody living or breathing can come not to know Christ for who he is in a way that you can know him. 
This is this omits everybody from trying to know Christ the way somebody else knows Christ. You don't have to worship him the way somebody else worship him. You don't have to follow after him the way somebody else follows after him. You don't have to praise him the way somebody else praises him. He comes to you in your life and he introduces himself to you through storm, through test, through trial, through death, through whatever occasion he can and he reveals to you that he's there. The thing is, is that do you have enough faith in your life to accept the truth that Christ shows you? Our glory to God. What do you believe? Do you believe that Oh God, he was the one that saved you from that mere bullet that hit you. Or do you believe the person was shooting uh, couldn't see well? Do you believe when that car turned over and there was nobody out there in the area that you had direct that it was God that allowed you to get out of the car before it caught on fire and you burned up in your life? Or do you believe that you was just good enough and strong enough to get out on your own? There are many times that God now has introduced himself to us, everybody. Bible says that it is not us that have chosen ourselves, but he has chosen us. And anybody that Christ chooses now, he chooses you not because you're pretty, but he chooses you because he wants to know you. Glory to God. So let's get back to the subject in hand. What do you believe when it comes to truth? Question I want to ask you is, do you know him? Because knowing God for yourself will eliminate and annihilate you from knowing God the rest of the way everybody else knows God. Are you willing to accept the attack and the funny faces and the alienation when you tell somebody the way that you know God. Because no two people know him the same, although he is savior of all. Belief. The reason why it's important that you believe that you know him when you come to know him the way that you know him and you believe that you know him how you know him is because authentically as you know him is the, is the thing that Satan cannot fool you with. He, he can't fool you when you know Christ the way you know him. You, you can't fool him. Uh, he can't fool you when you understand how Christ moves in your life. He, the Satan can't fool you, mislead you, deceive you. He can't manipulate you when God has spoken to you in the fabric of your life. This is why everybody's walk is different. This is why everybody's understanding of God is different. And many of people who had genuine encounters with God have lost the faith in the way that they have encountered God because of what somebody has told them and the way somebody has told them that they should know God. You got to remember. If, if Satan is going to lead you down a path that comes into doubt, 
comes into sorrow, comes into failure. He has to lead you as something that you were willing to follow and something that you believe in. This is why he has the ability to masquerade, not as a demon, not as a real devil, not as the boogeyman or Freddy Cougar, but he masquerades himself as something called an angel of light. So you will follow him, believing that he's giving you a revelation and he's leading you into nowhere land. But when you know him in the fabric of your life, the same way your heartbeat has a rhythm, the same way your fingerprint is original, the same way the teeth in your jawbone designs and identifies your person is the same way you must know God within yourself. What do you believe? How many times have God revealed himself to you? How many times have God shown himself to you? How many times has God encountered you, touched you, breathed on you, restored you, and you have not recognized that he is in the fiber of your person? Glory to God. Why do you think the Bible says that he knows the very hairs that are numbered upon our head. He is now in the DNA of who we are. The problem is, is that many of us don't recognize that Christ now, whether you're in the faith or not, all have been created in his image and likeness. And this is where we get in the position that many people are bound and hardened and lost within their own life because they don't have the faith to know the truth. What is the truth? The truth is that you were created in the image and after the likeness of God Almighty himself. The truth is, is that when you were in your sin, he died for you. The truth is, is that when you should have hung on the cross before you were born for your sins and inherited sins, Christ came now and took your place to give you a place in him so you would recognize that he recognizes you and that you're never lost because you're forever found and you're forever covered in him. That's truth. That's truth. Can you receive the fact that if you're listening to what I'm saying, if you're still here in the time of Corona, if you're still here past all the times that you could have not been here, it's only because you're here because there is something in you that has to come forth so people can know the God that you know. The God that created you, the God that you know, the God that is in you is the same God that will unlock somebody else's chance to come to know truth. And so this leads us to the mystery of what Satan does. If he can mislead you down a road 
Hmm. That you don't know you're going on. And if he can mislead you out of the path of God so you don't arrive in your destiny, the truth that you carry in your DNA, in the sculpture and in the structure of who you are in God, that truth never comes forth in the ordained place. It needs to come forth to unlock somebody else door destiny. So they can come to know truth. One truth is connected to the other. Bible says we go from glory to glory. Everything works for the good of them that love the Lord. Everything you've been through, everything you have trialed to, everything you have failed in, everything you have done, it works together for your good because God is trying to get you to accept the fact that you know God, even though you won't acknowledge that you know him. What do you believe? Do you believe someone can tell you who God is? That someone can lead you to your destiny. Do you believe that it takes someone to describe, to define, or to unveil the God that wants to know you? Or do you believe that in your life, in your, your, your struggles in, in your mishaps and your failures. There is a lily, uh, God help me, in the valley of your darkest despair that lets you know that lo, Christ is with you always. Even the Bible says to the end of time, there's nowhere that you can go, nothing you can do, nothing can happen to you where God is not continuously trying to show you that he knows you. The problem is, is that you're looking for something that's right in front of your face. Uh, they call him a personal savior. When you talk about being personal, it means that Christ has now tailor-made your life and it calls everything to work in your life. To reveal one thing before you die and that is to reveal your whole life is sculptured and preordained to reveal him inside of you. Glory to God. What do you believe? Truth is what the enemy uses to make you doubt truth. It's funny because many of us, we live and we move because we have a heart that beats oh God in our body. You, if you put your hand on your chest, you can feel your heartbeat. Oh God, if you're moving, you're moving because your heart is pumping blood in your body. Oh God, your heart now replenishes oxygen through the blood that moves through your veins and it replenishes and restores your whole body. But many of you, a lot of you, some of you, majority of you have never held your heart in your hand. You, you've never laid eyes on your natural heart outside of your body. Even people who have heart transplants are under diagnosis and up under, up under sleep and up under medication when their heart is being transplanted. Nobody's ever seen their heart, but yet now you move and you live in such a way that you only live because your heart beats. Amen. So if you look at it, 
Your heart beating gives you life, though you've never seen it. It allows you to move, though you've never held it. It allows you to have speed and mobility, although, oh God, you, 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 you don't know truly what it looks like. You don't know the condition of it. God is inside of your life, in your faith, in your spirit, the same way your heart is. You've never seen him. You've never heard him. You've never touched him. But yet you move and live because he lives in you. And if he lives in you, and he does, the same way your heart gives your body the ability to work and to enjoy life and to help people and to do things and to experience living and to experience love and to experience healthiness, the same way your heart gives your body the ability to do that is the same way the spirit of God that's in you gives you the ability now to come to God so he can tell you what it is. That is unique about you, that is special about you, that is authentic about you, has nothing to do with a preacher, has nothing to do with church, has nothing to do with somebody telling you what happened to them. It has everything to do with you believing in the truth that God has presented to you, that you are indeed created in the likeness and the image of him. Do you believe it? Because if you believe that. God now will introduce you to the power of that truth. It is the power of the truth that you accept that allows you to walk in a way that you've never walked. When truth mixes with faith, it causes you to do something that many believers and many people are not experiencing in their life. While many people are God's Declare they have truth and some people declare they have faith. Uh, If you have one or the other, it causes you to be somewhat stagnated in your life. But when your truth mixes with your faith, it causes us to do something in God that allows the world to be able to witness the glory of God and the mandate of God that is on your life. When faith and truth mixes together, it causes the believer to be able to do one thing that allows people to see God and that is it allows you to move to move there are many people who are in Christ who have not moved in him though they move all the day long they have not moved in God though they drive 65 and 55 miles per hour they have not moved in God though they run triathlons and marathons they have not moved in the strength of God yet they go to the gym every day during the week to build a body that they won't acknowledge that God now resides in how stagnated will you stay how ordinary will your movement be in life When all God wants to do is to reveal to you the truth that's in you so you can move now. Watch this in the spirit and power of God. Hallelujah. What do you believe? What do you believe? Ask yourself the question. It's time, people of God. What do you believe about your personal savior? He knows you, but do you know him? He understands you, (laughs) but do you understand him? 
Uh, he trusts in you, but uh, God, watch this. Do you trust uh, in the God that's in you that is him? Or do you need someone to continue to teach you about a God that saved you? You know, that's one of the most miraculous things that, that always fascinates me. How can someone else, and I'm not taking no discredit from no one, but how can someone else teach you to know the God that saved you and that you profess to be your savior? How can someone teach you about the God that's in you more than the Holy Ghost, the God that's in you, can teach you about who he is in you? Oh, we live in, in a twisted time now where people are more devoted to somebody else's movement in God because they have not developed their movement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Real, real, real talk. Are you waiting on God to do the supernatural? Oh, is God waiting on you to move supernaturally in you? Because he can do all things through you. But if you don't accept the truth that he uses ordinary things that's flawed and ordinary things that's messed up, ordinary things that uh, are the underdog. He uses broken things and mishandled things, dropped things. He, he uses cracked things and he uses things that are damaged. He uses things that are half dead. He uses these things because most of the times these are the things that will have nothing left in life to do but believe the truth that there's more in them than they know. God bless you. I just want to share uh, this opening for you that you have to believe and understand it's not about excitement. This is just about you and, and you, <laughs> you and you, because regardless of what you think about what you've heard uh, through this recording, regardless about what you know about yourself, there is a God in you that wants to walk with you and talk with you and move through you. But he can't move through you till he gets you to know you, because until you know you, you won't accept the truth, uh, God, that the greater of Great is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Truth. So I challenge you today. What do you believe? What do you believe? Are you willing to turn aside and believe in the way that God is talking to you? He's talking to you. He's been talking to you your whole life. Will you listen? Will you focus? But most of all, most of all, people of God, will you believe in the truth that God died just to have you? God bless you. Father, I thank you for this time. I pray that your word and the impartation of truth and openness will flood the heart and cause the people of God and the people who don't even know God to take a moment and look at their life and the mystery of their life and come to the understanding that regardless of whether they know God or not, 
God has always known them. And we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Great people, that's all we have time for today. I pray and I hope that your heart will bless by the message that you heard. I truly believe within my heart, if you take time and stop and look at your life and look at the things that you understand and the things that you don't understand, you can clearly come to understand that regardless of what you've been through and where you are, regardless of how you feel or what you think you feel, God has never forsaken you or left you alone. It's only when we embrace truth that God can truly change us into what he has already ordained us to do. Remember this one thing, in all of your getting, don't get money, don't get people, don't get materialistic things, but in all of your getting, get an understanding because it's only through an understanding of who you are, who God is in your life and what God has for your life, can you arrive at the place that God has ordained for your life. God bless you, stay encouraged until we talk again. And remember, we're not here uh, to excite you about what might be in your life, but to invite you into what God has in your life. Because only truth can change you for the greatness God has prepared for you. God bless you.